we're back in. We're back in. It's new music time. November. Let's go. Old music, because these songs are like a month old now. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to all of those songs? I did. I listened to all of them. Okay. All of them cool. today. Sweet. Not me today. too. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I really Oh, you re-listened? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So it's somewhat fresh. Yeah. Should be fresh for both of us. Um, cool. I'm super excited about this because new music like i always just am listening to new music whenever it drops just right. for fun and it's fun to talk about and people get really mad about it so it's pretty hilarious yeah it's um, it's one of my favorite things to do is to <laughs> upset the internet <laughs> that's yeah. my my goal in life now is just see how many people i can tick off on the internet <laughs> yeah yeah and so we uh this this time instead of just like both of us coming with a couple songs that the other person hasn't listened to we actually both listened to all the same songs and we've just selected a hand few handful of the few that we had the most to say about so correct um i'll jump in with with this first song that was on our list here the new olivia rodrigo song can't catch me now from the new hunger games movie which i also just saw and uh save that discussion for another time um (laughs) uh but i'll be honest i am astonished by how much i like this song really yeah like i love this song a lot i think she sounds great on it i think stylistically the more acoustic it's got a little bit of folk to it which fits the tone of the movie really well right um but i really enjoy i think it's a perfect fit for her vocals and her style i know she's big into like the pop punk scene i don't think she's the best for that and i don't know i i I don't want to say like that it's because she doesn't have the voice for it because i think she does i think she could just use some help with this song crafting yeah in in that avenue but i really like this song from her how about you so i i didn't have anything bad to say i i'm just more so surprised that you enjoyed it so much yeah um i don't know how i felt about it i thought the vocals were really cool um i haven't seen the movie yet um so i don't know is is that a song that is inside of the movie or is it just like on the it's, soundtrack it's, or yeah it's it's the credits the, the, the credits song okay so i mean yeah. you don't really get any correlation between the two you know what i mean does that make sense yeah yeah the only correlation i'd say is like stylistically it matches the tone of the movie yeah um but i mean it, it's definitely better than than uh what i've heard definitely recently from her um yeah and not saying that i didn't like anything that she's put out uh if you listen to the olivia rodrigo episode there's at least two that i like um but i I was um pleased with what i heard because if you listen to that episode i was talking about how i do want her to succeed like i don't want to hate her i think she has um a lot of natural talent um i think she has a great voice just if it could get um directed into the right places and the right um type of music or the right song or whatever it may be i I think if she had more direction then she'd be phenomenal and so hearing this one definitely a good step moving forward from from her album um uh i and i just hope to see more music or hear more music like that from her 
later on. Yeah. Just not what a, it's sure. just not like a, a song that I'm gonna come back to at all. Yeah. I, just in listening to like you talk about kind of well, I guess both of us having this conversation about the song in the movie. It's obviously it's in the new Hunger Games movie, mm-hmm. which we we said, but um I feel like we hate on Olivia Rodrigo a lot on this podcast at different times <laughs> yeah and we also hate have hated on taylor swift pretty hard at other times right and it's very ironic because like one of my favorite taylor swift songs is safe and sound from the hunger games <laughs> movie too so like uh, it's just a weird correlation weird correlation but let's, let's jump into <laughs> i think not <laughs> let's jump into the stylistic antithesis of olivia rodrigo and talk about Benny the Butcher's new track with Lil Wayne, Big Dog. So, I didn't enjoy it. Um, Really? It has that old school vibe that I do typically enjoy. Mm -hmm. But something about it, just I didn't enjoy a whole lot. And I also blame social media and um, YouTube reactors and like those people because um, they overhype the living crap out of Lil Wayne all the time. (laughs) And I'm not even saying he has a bad verse because it's a solid verse. Sure. Is it his best? No. Is it his worst? (laughs) No, <laughs> but but like I've seen people, I've I've heard his verse so many different times on TikTok. Like, really, the, I so many times, dude. Like, hmm. and it's different reactors too. So it's like I all see them go, "Oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever." He's still <laughs> the goat. He's still the best rapper out yeah. there. And I'm like, all right, let's let's reel it in a little bit. Let's let's take a step back, breathe, maybe. No, um, no, there's there's rappers out there that are doing better doing in better. my opinion. Yeah. Um solid verse, uh just really overhyped, especially because I've seen all of those reactions before <laughs> actually listening to the song. Um, gotcha. So that kind of tarnished it a little bit. Maybe I would like it more if I didn't see all those videos. Yeah. Um, the wordplay is great. Like, don't get me wrong. He he killed it. He did a solid job on that verse. Um, and he just kept bringing it back to like those dog lines. And yeah, it, it was great wordplay. Yeah. Just it got ruined. A little me. overblown. Yeah, for sure. I, I'll say I felt, I feel the way you feel about this Lil Wayne verse, but about the song brand new that he did with Tyga. Yeah. Like I I I heard snippets of the song before it came out and I was like, "Oh, okay, it's got some potential." And then I listened to the song and saw like, you know, Eminem was losing his mind to it and like all these people were like, "What? It's the yeah. greatest verse of the year." <laughs> and I was like, I listened to it and I'm like, "This sample is annoying as heck." Tyga and I believe it's YG is the other yeah, artist. I, I, so. I haven't listened to it recently, but Tyga and YG are both mid as per usual. And like Lil Wayne has a couple of funny bars. Like yeah. it's, it's good. Like I'm not saying it's trash, but like right. people are hyping it up. Like, you know, he's the, he's the legend and he is the legend. Right. He's great, but yeah, 
to, to act like we haven't heard this better from Wayne before is just like non-existent. I will say, I think I, I enjoy hearing this a lot more. And to be honest, the, the brand new feature as well. I, I enjoy both of those a lot more than what Wayne put out on the fix before the six mixtape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I think the real appeal for me, for me for this song was Benny the Butcher. I really think he's one of the more underrated lyrical rappers right now. Yeah. Um, even though he gets a ton of like, he has a big following and, and is like no stranger to success. Like he's not, you know, struggling by any means. But just when we're talking about people like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and, and you know, the, the goats of or the best current lyrical rappers. I feel like a lot of times he gets left off that list Yeah, and he for sure at, at different times in his catalog, I feel like has shown that he can be right up there with some of the best. So I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, like you're saying, I don't think it's like anything outrageous. That's exceptionally good. Right. Uh, or just like better than everything we've heard this year by any means, but I, I, I enjoyed it a fair amount. Yeah, that's fair. Um, to go lateral step to more lyrical rap, Eminem released uh, the anniversary expanded version of the Marshall Mathers LP2, which basically was just a bunch of instrumentals and one additional track called Don't Front with Buckshot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you make of this one? Um, <clears throat> the chorus was stupid. Uh, I hated the chorus. <laughs> it, was, it was actually dumb and not actually uh, irritating for me because mm-hmm. I just didn't like it um I liked the song a lot it's the Eminem I grew up listening to uh, right like and it's it's another flow um that I once again haven't heard from anybody that like there's not somebody else doing a flow like that it's quirky it's um kind of weird doesn't seem like it should work but because of his ability to um be so good with wordplay and um word placement he it, it all just ends up working out really well um the syllable count like anything he's very very good at constructing how he raps um yeah cuz I feel like most rappers, like any any rapper, you could find somebody on the street right now, freestyle. There's there's a common flow or multiple flows that every rapper uses, knows, can do it, and can probably do it pretty well. It's not it's not very hard. Sure. When you dive into more experienced um rappers, more so the lyricists, you find that there's a lot more discipline in the verses um, and a lot more creativity than you might think there is because he's what, almost 50 years old, 50, sure. years old, yeah. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And it's at least for me, I don't know about anybody else, but I have, like I've said, I've never heard a flow work like this. It's, it's something absolutely bonkers. Like sh- doesn't seem to work in my head but you know he did it so in that aspect really loved it i love seeing eminem yeah. um being able to wow me like i was wowed growing up um 
didn't love it enough to like download it or anything. Um, yeah, but it it was a solid song. Yeah, I'll be honest. I feel like a lot of the negative aspect of the song comes down to the chorus, like you're saying for me. Yeah. And that kind of takes it to the point of like, I'm not really all that interested in it because yeah. of how kind of annoying the chorus gets. Um, I think on a production level, it's, it's pretty good as well. Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the beat. I, I don't think it's anything overtly special, um, but it's like, Oh, you know, I kind of dig the vibe. I dig the groove. And then he, like you're saying, comes in with very unique cadence and flow that I think are very non-normal like you're saying but it's he's so good at it that it's like this is what i expect him to do at this point like i i know he can do that time and time again and so that's kind of what i expect from him i will say that like because the marshall mathers lp2 particularly particularly in his later discography is one of his better albums Mm -hmm. um i understand why a song like this if it was on the original like era like he had written it around the same time i understand why it wouldn't have made it on that track list because i I think that album is pretty good overall um but it's 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 i i will say it's a lot less it's a lot better than stuff that's been on music to be murdered by or or revival which is pretty cool yeah i could agree with that Nice. Um, so we got three down. Let's jump into a very different sound than Eminem's now and talk about Dua Lipa's Houdini, which after hearing this, I feel like it's gone pretty viral on social media. I'm not really on social media all that much, but I feel like I hear it a lot when I am. Yeah, I, I've heard this song somehow, some way at some point don't remember ever listening to it or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's definitely probably because of social media. Um, it's, it's cool. I I mean, I don't really care for it. Um, I, I think I'm on a decline of Dua Lipa in general. Mm. Um, I, when she first started getting big, like I saw her perform at iHeart before she really popped off um mm. i think she had the new rules i think this the song um yeah just had like recently came out um and i think one of the new songs that she didn't even release at the time was like electric touch it's something electricity i don't i don't remember but at that time like i was i was bumping it like i loved uh a lot of songs off of that album with new rules and now I don't know. Just it all seems way too similar. Um, it's if you were to think of a a pop star, she's one name that I would be able to think of immediately. Just your yeah. generic pop star. And so I don't know. It I feel like because I have that image of her in my head, it's going to be harder to find music from her that i really enjoy yeah um so i i didn't necessarily like love it i don't hate it just i've heard songs like that time and time again yeah for sure i i think it's it is very formulaic like it's it's very much the recipe for her like catchy hook kind of i won't say like shallow verses but just not like anything too special on the verses but it like the the main 
premise behind the song is let's get back to the chorus and keep like the catchiness going over and over and over again. Right. And she does it very well. Like you're saying, like there's a reason that she's the level of stardom that she is. And as far as pop stars go, she's one of the few that I'll be like, yeah, even though I don't think this is all that good, like it's catchy, it's catchy as heck, you know? Um, And, and I agree. Like, I feel like it's very, like we've heard the song from her in different form a lot of different times whether it's levitating or you know uh break my heart or just a a whole slew of songs in her catalog that's gotten her to where she is now um i I will say i i quite enjoy the unique touch of the production on this one as opposed to the recent stuff that she's done uh future nostalgia her last album had a lot of very similar stylistic production on it kind of blending 80s and modern um and this one i think tame impala was on the production it's a little more unique different stylistically for her so i do enjoy the production a fair amount um but i'll agree with you it's nothing too outstanding but i would understand why it's blowing up or or would blow up if it hasn't yet so right 100 agree and now we're on to ironically jack harlow dua lipa that's that's kind of when I realized Jack Harlow wasn't doing so good anymore. Um, Jack Harlow's new song, Loving On Me, um, came out a little different, not a little, very different, I would say, for the most part, than Jackman. Um, how do you feel about this one? Um, this is another one that's kind of blown up. Um, it's yeah. catchy. Like... <laughs> like i i don't know it's um it's not his best like it's not close to it um it's a step forward i guess yeah if you want to call it that to me there's there's a couple songs i do like off of jackman i'm not gonna lie like yeah i'll agree surprisingly there's there's a few um I think Denver is one of the most underrated songs of the year. Like I love the storytelling on that one. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I also I like um, uh, Common Grounds. I think that's what it's called. Common Ground. It's not so common. That's one yeah. of my. Anyways, um, like it, it, if you want to call it a step forward, if you want to, I would probably call it like a lateral step. It's around the same area that he's in right now. Um, yeah. But it's it's catchy, like, and I think that's where he kind of missed in Jackman. Like, you had uh, First Class and Nail Tech off of the long name that I still won't remember. Yeah. Uh, Come home, the kids miss you. Oh, I think that was it, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you 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 got it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So he has he has the catchiness again, like. Yeah but it's nothing crazy i i want him to go back to the album that i like that one i really don't know what it's called but it has uh route 66 on it that's what they all say yeah uh i wish yeah. he could tap it even if it's not an entire album like that like just tap into your ability to do that because i know you have the ability yeah just uh, it wasn't bad um i think it's a little overrated uh another song that's i mean overhyped um Will I download it? Maybe. 
like I might in the future just because it's yeah. ironically funny to me. Like <laughs> yeah, it's low key a good song. Uh, yeah, but right now it's like it's whatever. Yeah, it's uh, I I agree with a lot of what you said. I think it's I would say because come home the kids miss you i felt like he steered way too strong into the persona of like the cheesy likable guy and like he tries to be very suave on it and then like jackman he comes across trying to be like very hard lyrical you know hard-nosed rapper and i don't really think he's either of those things and in the that's what they all say era which is when i enjoyed most of his stuff he's kind of like a self-aware knows that he's like being kind of funny and like being a little cheesy and a little tongue in cheek throughout it. And he's like, this is just like good time music. Like we're just going to, yeah. you know, make music that's enjoyable stylistically to listen to. And it's not going to pretend to be something that it's not. And I, I think this song gets a little bit closer back to that. Like he knows he's yeah. kind of being a little over the top and tongue in cheek with it. Um, I will say it feels a little bit like he's steering a little too strong towards like the first class kind of mm. area of, of his territory um i'll be honest the only thing that like really makes me hesitate from enjoying this song is it's very cringy sometimes (laughs) like i don't really need to hear jack harlow describing the things that he's describing (laughs) and in the way that he's describing them it's a little much for me uh but yeah it's very catchy and and i understand again why this one's blowing up i don't think it's his best work at all but it's uh, it's a better step. It's a better yeah. step. Agreed. <clears throat> I'm I'm waiting for so, one song. I I know there's one that we'll have to disagree against. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> well, I think we're both going to agree on this song. Um, that's how we ballin' by T Pain and Snoop Dogg. Uh, what do you think of this one? I downloaded it. What? <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> So, so you, you introduced me to this song as, uh, the headache song. And at first I, I agreed. Um, yeah. Cause I was like, what is even going on? Right. And so, <laughs> so I'm listening to it. Right. Cause I already know yeah. what's coming up and dude, it's low key a vibe. No, lie. it's not. No, it, no, it actually is. <sighs> Because here's the thing. I old T Pain is, you know, classic. It's it's T Pain. Sure. Um, you know, bartender, buy you a drink, like auto-tune God. Like, come on, like it's T Pain. Yeah. We, we love T Pain. Yeah. Come on. Um newer T Pain hit very, very hit or miss. Um, there's a couple that I do like where it's at this point not super recent but like it's my dog's birthday uh parking lot or two that i enjoy still sure and so i'm hearing this and i'm trying to remind myself t Payne's not an artist anymore does that make sense like he is but he's not in the game anymore he's a streamer yeah he's a video game yeah. streamer. that's his life he's just having fun so I, i'm trying to keep that in mind like Okay, he's with Snoop Dogg, who Snoop doesn't really drop like that either, unless it's because it's his homies and he just wants to have a good time. Why not? You know? Sure. So I'm thinking about it like that. And I start having a blast. <laughs> I'm like, this is Loki a banger. 
I'm having a great time right now. I'm jamming out. <laughs> so I, I had to download it. Like I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's Oh my gosh. It's so um, good. It's it's right up there with me with that Britney Spears and Will I Am song <laughs> and uh Bad Idea Right as my worst songs of the year. No. It's it's so bad. I, the Snoop verse has some redemptive quality. I think Snoop sounds kind of funny over it. And like you're saying, he's just kind of having a good time. The it's it's just the delivery of the T Pain segment. Like I totally get he's going for the fun times. And like I'm not gonna say if like I've never really been to like the club, so to speak. Like yeah. my extent of that is just like, you know, a house party kind of when I and I don't like last time I did that, I was like 17. That's we're talking like six years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hypothetically in some parallel universe, if I'm at the the party scene and this is bumping, I'm not saying like I wouldn't have a good time, but it'd be like ironic. It wouldn't be like, this is actually a vibe. It would just be like, we're here having a good time kind of thing. Right. See, so like on top of everything that I did say, I've made music not like this but but similar like where it's not really good but man am i having the time of my life sure like it's it's the flow it's the bouncy like i got i got i got four five strippers in the vmp party <laughs> oh think i really need me three shots i don't know it's just it's it's <laughs> it's a blast like Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I can't explain go. it other than that. That's uh, man. It got yeah. me jumping. It got I, me jumping out of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the only time I'd ever enjoy this is like, ironically. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, and I understand. Yeah. I understand that a lot of people are not going to like this. Sure. But man, I've, I've had those experiences. I've, I've had yeah. that kind yeah. of, um, I've been there. I, I've been there. So yeah, to each, to uh, each yeah. their own. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> uh, well, I bet we're going to disagree on this next song as well, to be honest. Uh, let's talk about an artist that we've disagreed about. Uh, every time that this artist has been brought up, I think uh, 070 Shake uh, and Ken Carson, who's another artist that we haven't really talked about, but I know you probably don't like, uh, dropped Natural Habitat. Uh, how do you feel? How do you, how do you, oh, what do you think of this one? Man, when it first started, I was like, wow, like this is cool. This is like cinematic music, right? That, that's that yeah. was my first initial thought. And then it got scary. If I'm remembering this <laughs> one, <laughs> which I think I am, yeah. yeah, it was terrifying. Um, she goes into her Playboy Cardi bag for a minute. I, it scared me. Um, I don't even know if you want to call it that, but like it's like I, kind of like a rage-ish style in the I middle immediately there. thought of some vampire chick on this track just scary um yeah uh yeah i didn't like it um a little, little spooky for you yeah it's like that um that one chick off the taco bell commercial yeah. yeah yeah that's like, understandable just, that's like, understandable when you phrase it that way i get it yeah like you, i get it. it just gives you the willies uneasy uh, yeah that's how that's how i felt fair which, enough which, fair which, enough which sucks because I, I was actually enjoying it when it, when it was first starting up i was like this is a cinematic beauty like this is awesome yeah 
And I was like, this is finally one that we will agree about. And then it got <laughs> dark really quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that for sure, that mid section comes out of the left field for sure. I think she sounds great over the beginning part. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the big draw for 070 Shakes music for me lately has been the production. Yeah. She's kind of gone into this category for me that a few artists I feel like are kind of in that the, the same realm of like cinematic, interesting, unique trap R&B hip hop production that not a lot of others are. And like Travis Scott's obviously in there. Kanye's in there. And there's a few more that kind of circulate in and out depending on what they're dropping at the time. But mm -hmm. she's kind of gone into this same category of production for me. And I know they're all from the same production family of Mike Dean. And so that yeah. makes sense. But uh, I, I still really enjoy it. Like I, it's taken me, like it for sure took me a couple listens to get through the whole like, you know, rage nightmare. section of the middle of nightmare, the track nightmare, yeah nightmare. the nightmare that's what i thought <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah that whole section like it's taken me a while to get acquainted with it and be like okay like i i, I get it it's definitely very different from most of what i listen to i don't think like i'm not listening through that section and i'm like this is gold this is like peak music but like uh, in the context of the song and who she's doing it with, I don't really mind it all that much. I actually yeah. think Ken Carson delivers uh, one of his better performances that I've heard from him in a while. So I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. Other than like that, that part, like it's, it's a solid song. Like I'll give the credit, like, yeah. the production, the vocals. It was, it was solid. Just no. Yeah. Respect. And when you blink, when you bring up that blood nymph Taco Bell commercial, I'm always going to be sympathetic to that because it's just, <laughs> it's a sensitive subject. It really is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into our last couple here and wrap this one up. Uh, Drake and J Cole back again off of massive success of their number one, uh, first person shooter dropped evil ways uh, as part of Drake's scary hours for all the dogs EP whole thing. Uh, what do you think of this one, man? It, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I like it more than first person shooter. Um, but parts of me wants to, yeah. um, not because it's better, but because there isn't a third verse from Drake. Um, it was I, I like I love the back and forth style. That's that's some of yeah. my favorite um rap is when and like two artists can just keep going back and forth and like play off each other. I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I feel like because Drake knows how corny he is, he he tries to replicate that, but knowingly, and so it's too corny and I don't like it. Um, yeah yeah uh j cole it, it was cool um definitely not his best work um yeah he definitely had some solid bars um even drake had a couple cool uh lines but i think they they just tried to make a second first person shooter sure. yeah um, because how are you not going to try if that's a number one you know, yeah. like might as well do it right. again because I guarantee right. you people are going to love it. It's going to be number one again. 
you know so um yeah i wish i loved it more i really do um but i didn't yeah i i will agree i think the best redemptive quality of this track is that i don't have to hear drake go justine maybine claudine sardines like the fact that i don't have to hear that just automatically makes me like this track a lot um (laughs) though if we're excluding that ridiculous third verse off of first person shooter i do think first person shooter is a much better song i think drake has a good intro and then uh j cole has a great verse on first person shooter but i think they both just deliver decent performances here like neither of them do bad but like it's not either of their best stuff even recently like i I think they both sounded better on drake's last project um again with with the exclusion of that ridiculous third verse um i'm about to i'm about to i'm about to because the why (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness anyways um yeah it's 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 solid i mean i i listened through the entirety of the like ep that he added on to it um this is for sure the most interesting track to me to talk about um i don't know if it's necessarily the best like there's a couple on there that are decent but for the most part like i really enjoyed the first two scary hours installments which is where for songs like wants and needs and uh what's next came from like some of drake's best recent stuff uh and this ep just kind of paled in comparison to those ones so i'm not really the biggest fan of it but like i may or may not come back to this drake and jake cole song because like you're saying it is cool just to hear him go back and forth and like they've got some good bars here and there and and it's not bad. So I like, I might come back to it every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into our last song here because you sent me a really confusing text after I, I sent you this song to listen to uh, vultures by Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign featuring bump J and uh there's also a version with little dirk out now um <laughs> so yeah. the, the text is i'm talking about that's how we ballin oh okay. yeah that was the whole text yeah yeah it wasn't about this song oh uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay that, yeah so because you were like that's all i have to say and i was like <laughs> <laughs> what what <laughs> What are you talking okay. about? That makes sense on why you were confused. I was like, why is he so yeah. confused? Anyways, um, yeah. this is uh trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> song's not very good. Uh, for a lot of reasons. For one, how how are we going? <laughs> we're just gonna let this man give out strays to Rudy Gobert for no reason. That was the I started dying laughing when I heard that he said. Big old homie, he's a big old goofy Rudy Gobert. <laughs> it's like, what did he do? This man just got, you know, put in a headlock for for basically nothing. Why why are you giving him strays? Uh, yeah. So whoever this artist is, I don't really know them. Uh not very good. Um didn't yeah. care for it's yeah. It's not for me at all, the Bug yeah, no. J verse. Yeah. Um it was just kind of lame, but that had me dying for about five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't like the Bump J feature all that much. I'll be yeah, honest. It was, 
it was lame. Uh, I easily could have done without, but I'm glad I got comedy for a minute because sure. strays to Rudy Gobert of all people is hilarious to me always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Then we got Kanye. I'm going to tell you right now, Kanye is not even the best person on this song. Um, it is in fact, Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd agree. So, uh, round of applause to the man for not being his usual self. He, you know, I think he took a step <laughs> up. I think he became somewhat yeah. better. I enjoy that. Um, but can we just talk about how uh, Kanye is Kanye once again with the line, <laughs> oh, I'm anti-Semitic. I just F the Jewish B. Yeah. I heard that. I said, there's no way this man said that just now. <laughs> yeah. It's truthfully, it's like, it's so, it was like such a jaw drop. But at the same time, I was like, I really don't expect like anything different. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, I don't expect anything less, but it's the same energy um, when a when a white kid uh, says, I can't be racist. I have black friends. You know, it's, <laughs> it's the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. So I, same, same vibe. Yeah, a little so bit. Started dying over that fact again. Yeah. Um, that was hilarious. Dude, so, so much of his verse was just out of pocket. Like, yeah. I can't remember who I just hooked up with. I got Alzheimer's. <laughs> like rhyming it with all timer oh my gosh yeah like some of the things he said i was like it's so kanye it was a little too kanye at some points like i'm i'm all for like kanye being kanye i'll say i used to be all for kanye being kanye like the whole era of him doing like like messing with taylor swift and like that was not cool of him to do but like his response to it was kind of like well (laughs) oh well that's what you get and then they were like he was like you know he had the famous speech that was like a lot of people wondered what i do (laughs) what i would do if i didn't win i guess we'll never know (laughs) like such a kanye moment um this this latest era of him is quite unfortunate. It's quite sad. And uh, I will say, like, while this verse is very Kanye, it's a little yeah. a little much for for what has all gone on. Um, yeah. But I, just to get back to musically the song, I, I think Kanye vocally has a decent verse. Like yeah. he he matches the tone pretty well. Right. I'll agree with you. I think Ty Dolla has the, the strongest feature. It's cool to hear him like actually rap uh, yeah. while using his vocals instead of just <laughs> kind of like half sing over something. Right. Yeah. Um, I was, so I was digging. It's funny because each one of these artists had something where I was just like, what are you doing? I yeah. Like I screenshotted them. That's why I know about the other two. So here's the third man. I was all for it. I was loving it like i felt like man this might this might turn everything around and then he said she want me to put some of this coke in her butt and i said what a little questionable yeah i'm just like did we need that in there no um (laughs) why'd you do this (laughs) like yeah and then the very next line she russian i beat up the for Ukraine. And I said, no. no, don't, don't, 
do that. Okay. Um, yeah, a little that, much. That was the moment I knew that him and Kanye have been hanging out a little too too much <laughs> these days. Sure. <laughs> so sure. now I'm like a little worried for this whole project that they're supposed to drop together because it's like, are you going to follow in Ye's footsteps at this point? Because you're being real questionable back-to-back line sure. on this one song. Um, But nonetheless he still had the the best verse um best vocals in my opinion uh he just sounded the best um it was a great step up for him and it does get me a little excited um to hear the full project if that is still happening i haven't heard otherwise uh yeah and i'm waiting for the one clip that i heard on social media that like i don't know if it leaked but that was just out of like some I don't even remember who I think it was Kanye singing or something like that, but yeah, I, the one that I sent you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I want. I want it. I'm excited for that one. I'm right. I really want that Agreed. to drop soon, and I have. I still have high expectations for the project. Um, mm-hmm. so hopefully, yeah. That, but this song, was I what I would call booty cheek garbo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I definitely. Yeah, I, I'll agree it's not very good. Um, I don't think I'm as hard on it as you are. I, I think the production, while it's not like peak Kanye or peak Dolla, Ty Dolla Sign for that matter, like I, it's it's solid production. It's better than what I feel like a lot of the norm is right now. Um, the I feel like the peak of the song for me was when Kanye said, this ain't Jimmy Butler, but the heat got extensions. Yeah. This ain't Columbine, but we came in with the trenches. Like back to back, I was like, "What the crazy?" Um, yeah, that's the kind of like thing where it's like, "Okay, Kanye, that's a little bit on like you're tiptoeing a line right there." Yeah. Like it's a little much, but like yeah. I get that you're just like you know, right? Mm, it's hard to like give Kanye the benefit of the doubt these days, but like, anyways, it's particularly the Jimmy Butler line I thought was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I'll agree with you. I think like, I'm still pretty hyped for the project. Um, I think what makes me the most excited in listening to this song and like why I was so hyped when I first listened to it was just the fact that it's actually materializing a little yeah. bit. Like so much of Kanye is just like, it's out there and you may never know. You may never right. get it. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, the whole Donda two thing where he was like, like I followed, like I watched one of the live streams and I was like, this is very raw, but like has a lot of really good potential. Like I liked a lot of what was on Donda two just from that uh, live stream. But then he was like, yeah, you got to have, you know, it's not coming out on any platforms and you got to buy this $200 crappy speaker. And then I'm going to go do a bunch of crazy PR and just ruin my image. And this album's never actually going to come out Uh, is essentially what just happened for the last two years with Kanye. So like to actually hear this song and be like, this is actually like coming out. It's actually on streaming platforms. It's a real thing. I was pretty stoked to see that, but I'll agree with you. It's, it's not, uh, not great. Yeah, no, but, um, I mean, I feel like that's all the new music that I've got. Do you have Do you have anything else you care to uh, care to throw in? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on. I don't know what I've been on lately, but 
you know? I I guess. I mean, I'll just so I'll just briefly. So much has happened in this like last month. That was the only new music I listened to. Yeah. So uh, the last thing I'll say is I listened to the two collab albums that came out recently. Uh, Rick Ross's and Meek Mills and Lil Wayne's and Two Chains. Okay. Uh, just very briefly, I think I prefer the Meek and Rick Ross project over it. I, I think their energy is a lot cooler, a lot better on that one okay. than the Wayne Two Chains project. But both are very largely forgettable to me mm. for four artists that are just very iconic. Um, like I've heard better Meek, I've heard better Rick Ross, I've heard better Wayne, and I've heard better Two Chains. Is just kind of what it came down to. Yeah, that was valid. <laughs> yeah and that's it that's all the music i mean that's andre it. 3000 dropped a flute album that was pretty cool but <laughs> yeah uh, why though just because he just wanted to do something yeah see that's like that's when people are like this is whatever they're talking about and they're like this is great music to just have on in the background yeah that's the kind of music that i come to like it's very artistic it's yeah. very cool but like I'm not really going to pay all that much attention and like read too much into the flute patterns and like analyze it all. So right. It's, it's, it's cool. cool background music. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Um, other than that, this here's our new segment. This is yep. my, probably do it every month. I'd say yeah, monthly new end music. of the month. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we got, we got an exciting month coming up with a lot yeah. of super fun stuff. couple year end lists. Um, an exciting special episode to close out the year in the works. Yep. Um, we got a lot to figure out for that. So hopefully it actually materializes into yeah. the cool thing that our vision for it is. And not just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just like a half hearted episode, which, you know, yeah. Fingers crossed. I think, it'll, yeah, I think it'll happen. I think it'll be good. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like so I have long, to be the one that uh, actually does the my homework. I feel like you'll be on top of it. I <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't even started preparing for next week's episode. I'll say okay. that. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're doing for the next month. I don't remember a single thing that we decided. I don't know if we ever decided anything <laughs> final, but uh so we'll do that we'll do that you guys enjoyed this episode uh let us know of any music recommendations that we should talk about for december yeah all right farewell as uh muhammad ali once said (laughs) take care